0: Welcome, guys, to episode two, season two. Today is October fifteenth, Tuesday. Afternoon, late afternoon, right now. Sun's about to go down. <clears throat> about a couple of hours. So, just wanted to talk about some stuff today. Um, I'm going to pretty much explain to you guys give you guys my reasoning on why the Warriors won't be as good as they were in in past years, um, but also why they won't make the playoffs this year. And um, I've been saying this to a lot of people, and they've been getting kind of pissed off, mainly the Warrior fans. Um, And it's gotten to the point where uh, I need to talk about it. Um, And uh, this is a stage that I made for myself uh, that Anchor presented me. Um, and, uh, I'm going to definitely take advantage of it by talking about my reasons. Um, so, I mean, I got the stats to, 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 you know, prove my argument. Uh, but I, I really don't want to use that at the, at the first point. Uh, first off, I just want to say that the Warriors have created a dynasty over the past decade. Um, they've made it to, uh, what is it? Six championships in a row. I think they won three. I'm sorry, five championships, three and two. I don't know. It's 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 been a lot. So 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. And yeah, that's five in a row. So they went to five in a row. They went three and two. Not too bad. Uh, not. Well, I mean, really good. <laughs> you know, I mean, whenever you go to the finals, you want to win uh, every finals, obviously, but you can't. Um, you guys know I'm a Laker fan. I say that in nearly every episode. Um, when we had our little dynasty run in the early 2000s, late 2000s, you know, I wanted to win all those championships. Unfortunately, we lost to the Pistons and we lost to the Celtics. Uh, but um, you're going to have some things that go your way most of those times. Um, and a lot of things went your way. Uh, I'm sorry, went the Warriors' way. Uh, going into a lot of those playoff games um you know i mean you can pretty much call it how you want it uh you can say a lot of things warriors should have won should should have won the first finals if Jermon Green didn't get hurt i'm sorry didn't get suspended um or if Harrison Barnes would have made two shots in that game um as a as a warrior fan you can do a lot of things to protect the legacy of your uh, of your of your favorite team, and that's something that you want to do. You want to protect the legacy of your team. That's the reason why we're we're fans. You know, we want to defend our guys. We want to defend our team, our coach. You know, by any means necessary. You know, right? You know, um, and, and and I'm totally for that because I'm I'm the same way with uh, the Lakers. Um, and and I'm gonna get into uh, well, I'm gonna get into LeBron James situation later on. Towards the end of the podcast that I got. But um mainly about um the Warriors, I I I I'll just start off with the coaching. So coaching wise, Steve Kerr, you know, he came from the Greg Popovich. Um, you know, you could you could say that he learned some stuff from well, I mean you can't say you I mean you you definitely could say that he learned some things from Phil Jackson. Um Steve Kerr has been a guy that has definitely um reinvented uh the uh the way that we look at basketball he's definitely a, a big proponent of that uh because he's helped he helped Steph curry uh grow into himself he helped clay thompson grow into himself even though they were great shooters without them um clay thompson struggled shooting the ball off the i am sorry yeah struggled shooting the ball off the dribble and he and he improved on that uh, over the past couple of years we've seen Steph, we've seen clay uh get a fadeaway jumper. We've seen Clay get a consistent mid range jumper uh that he had on ball screens, but he never was able to create a shot for himself. And we saw a little bit of that last year. Uh because I think Steve Kerr wanted them to play more ISO ball last year and they did. Definitely played more ISO ball. But yeah, Steve Kerr definitely gave the guys the confidence uh to be what they wanted to be. Uh so um you gotta you gotta first start though. I mean I think you gotta first start um with uh, Mark Jackson um and the reason why I say that is because he's the reason why the 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 Warriors are, you know, who they are now. You know, Mark Jackson called before he got fired, he was he was referring to Clay Thompson and Steph Curry as the best backcourt um in the NBA. Um and when your coach is saying that about you, that just makes you feel some type of way, especially in the NBA, especially the the struggles that Steph Curry had on had had early on in his career. It makes you feel good about yourself. It makes you feel, hey, my coach believes in me. I'm good. I'm good enough to be on this level. I don't have to prove it to anybody. My coach believes in me. That's really the, that's really the, all all that should matter. You know, at the end of the day, because your coach is giving you the minutes to play. Uh but yeah, Mark Jackson first season. uh they I think they I think they. They went bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. I'm looking at the record right now. Yes, yeah, so they they because it was the um, it was the uh, lockout year. Yeah, but they went 23 and 43. Um and then um I think they got Andre Iguodala, uh in 2012 13 off season, um and then they finished second in the Pacific because uh, I think the Clippers got first. Um and then they went back to back seasons uh right, and got knocked out, um in the first round, uh. In that in that um, in that second stint and the playoffs with the uh, Warriors, uh, but I I, I bring out to say this I mean Mark Jackson he like I said he he kind of created this um, this thing in the Bay Area for the Warriors uh, I guess the stage you can say he made it so that the Warriors were able to express themselves freely on the court you know he let, he let their players play however they wanted to play. I remember, I remember one of the games when Steph. I think it was Steve Kerr's second season with the Warriors, uh, where uh, it was on, it was on ESPN. But Steph Curry is literally dribbling through three people on against the Clippers. Does a step back, fades away, and hits a three. And you got Steve Kerr saying, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" On the sidelines, and then he goes up and then he makes a shot. I'm sure you guys are, you know, seeing this in your head right now as I'm describing it, but, um. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm I'm bringing this up. I'm trying to make it so what I'm gonna say in a couple of minutes makes sense uh, because Steve Kerr, you know, he was I mean, and and, and he's admitted to this, but he was he was hand given a great team uh, with already confident uh, confidence. All he had to do was build a system, and to Steve Kerr's credit, he did build a system uh, that allowed the Warriors to you know create a dynasty for themselves. Um but yeah, so I mean the Warriors are great. I'm not saying that they aren't. They're a great team. I just don't think this year, and this is where my argument starts, I just don't think this year they have the depth um to 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 compete with the top reps. I mean to compete with the top um teams um in the um Western Conference. I mean, there are a lot of tough teams in the Western Conference right now, and if you look at it if you look at it, I already have a um, I'm pulling up my notes right now because I already have a uh, list of the um, eight teams who are going to make the playoffs. Um but yeah, so if you look at it, uh you have a lot of good teams. Uh, obviously the Lakers, my Lakers, uh they're going to be a top 3 seed. Um and then you have the Clippers. Um you have the uh the um uh, the, the Nuggets. You have the Rockets. Yeah, the Jazz, the Blazers, um, the Pelicans, the Mavericks even. I think those are teams that Kings those are teams that are definitely gonna compete for that um for that um for that last uh spot. Um I just don't see the Warriors making it into the playoffs. Um I mean obviously you yeah you, you're like ah, they're definitely making it to the playoffs, so like they're definitely making it to the playoffs. But when it comes to playing, literally Steph Curry has to average 35, 40 points a game. And he can do it. It's not that he can do it. It's not that he can't do it. But every single game, and the way Steph Curry plays, he runs around the court. He doesn't. He's not going to have the stamina built up to do that every single game. He's going to need some games off. He's going to need to... To to play 28, 30 minutes sometimes they're gonna have to you know before in past years they didn't have to beat teams by the third quarter this year they're gonna have to beat teams by the third quarter and that's gonna put more pressure on Steve Kerr more pressure on Stephen Curry um, as he's trying to make plays and you know everyone's talking about Stephen Curry being a selfless player how he's not gonna pass the, how he's gonna pass the ball even though other players on the court aren't as good as he has he has had in the past but. When you're a baller, when you're a former MVP player, you got some type of ship on your, uh, not ship on yourself, but you got some type of confidence for yourself. Real like, um, these dudes are trash. I'm just gonna take over. Like Steph Curry's gonna have to build that if they if they want to have a chance. Um, but I just don't think Steph Curry's gonna be able to to lift up the uh, lift up that um that that baggage um that uh, he's left over. I mean that Clay's gonna leave now. Obviously, I'm not forgetting about D'Angelo Russell. Uh he's another great guy, small guard. And here's my second argument. The Warriors aren't gonna be as defensively sounded as they were in past years. And I know you guys are saying, oh, Draymond Green is the best defender in the NBA. Um he he's up there. I'm not saying that he's the best because he struggled last year on a lot of plays, especially towards the beginning of, in the beginning of the season. Um but they're gonna struggle a lot defensively. Cause there's a lot of guards in the Western Conference. Uh De'Aaron Fox, you got Lonzo Ball, Drew Holiday, you got Russell Westbrook, James Harden, you got I mean, you got a lot of other guards in the in, in the league, a lot of great uh backcourts in the league that you're going up against night in and night out, and you're gonna depend on rely on Steph Curry and Deandre Russell to take advantage of those guys. Um I'm sorry, not take advantage, but to but to guard those guys and go all out. Like That's not gonna happen. You're not gonna get that. You're not gonna get that consistent effort, nine in, nine out. Because Steph Curry, as much as he tries on defense, D'Angelo Russell does not try on defense. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you know. If you look up D'Angelo Russell's stats, if you've watched him before, he tries a little bit, but he doesn't try all the time. And there's been there was games last year uh, where the Nets coach had to pull him out of games because he wasn't playing hard enough. He wasn't running back. He wasn't getting back on defense. He wasn't contesting shots. He wasn't boxing out. Little things like that matter in Golden State, and you gotta have that because it's a championship mindset. And if you don't have that, you are not gonna win any champ- You are not gonna win. And I don't think James Russell has that. I think he has to, I think it's something that can't be coached. I think it's something that has to be developed on that one person by himself. He has to figure out his role on the team. Um, and preseason, they're looking pretty good against um, uh, weaker opponents. Excuse me. Against weaker opponents, like I watched, I watched them against the T Wolves last night. I mean, the other night, and they were looking unstoppable. Like Danilo was pulling up from three, Steph Curry was pulling up for three. They had combined for thirty five points in the first half, and that's cool and all. But you are playing against you are playing against the T Wolves, who I can't name one guard on their team. I can't. Maybe you guys can, but I can't. And I, like I said, they're they're in the Pacific. Patrick Beverly's gonna be hounding them. Um, I'm going down the list right now. Phoenix Suns. Who do the Suns have? Who do the Suns have? Can someone fact check me? Who do the Suns have? You want to know who the Suns have? I know they got Devin Booker. Who's their, they traded for a, a point guard? Suns backcourt. Let's see. Sorry, I should have had this all, but sometimes, yeah. They got someone else. They got Devin Booker and someone else. Who they get? They got someone in a trade Lash. They got someone in a trade. Anyways, uh, oh, uh, Ricky Rubio. That's what they had. Ricky Rubio. I didn't even. I could even look it up. There's, there's no one to be found. But yeah, Ricky Rubio. Uh, they have Ricky Rubio and um Devin Booker, and they got Tall Johnson, who's trash. Uh, but they got a lot of good wing defenders. Um, and Josh Jackson, T.J. Warren. Um, even Bridges is a, is, is is a solid defender. Uh, so you got a lot of good teams. A lot of good players who could defend those guys. Uh, third point I want to make is uh, obviously the injuries. I'm not going to touch base on that because it's 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 obvious, right? Clay Thompson's out. Uh, he won't be back until you know after All Star break at the, at the at the earliest. I'm sorry, at, at the earliest. Um, I mean, it's just hard. It's 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 going to be hard for those teams to for that team to make an impact night in night out. Um and um my third point I want to make on this is that their front court is trash. It's horrendous. If they really think they're gonna win with Willie Callenstein, if people really think that Willie Coll- Collestein is gonna become like some type of I don't know, some type of hero, like he's ten times worse than JaVel McGee. And I love JaVelle McGee. He was third in the league in blocks last year, but Javale McGee sometimes makes me irritated as a as a Laker fan, and I'm I'm sure you Warrior fans know about the irritation. Um, they really think they're gonna win with Willie Cauley Willie Cauley hasn't done anything in this league at all. He's trash. He he can't finish plays. He doesn't try. He doesn't sprint back on defense. He doesn't really even freaking care at all. It doesn't seem like he cares. All he has going for him is his length and his and and, and his a- a- athletic ability. Um, and I hope he hears this because I want to use that as motivation toward, toward these players. You know, they're probably not listening.